you know, we've got 33% of our home sales are first time buyers. So I feel that that is really due to buyer confidence and, you know, the, the idea that, hey, now is a good time. Let's get out there and buy. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. It's time to look at some headlines on today's show. And uh, these are kind of, you know, typically national articles and things like that, uh, national data that we're pulling from Colleen. We're going to want to put this into local perspective for folks, but also just get a general sense of maybe where the market's headed, what confidence from buyers looks like, are we headed to a bubble? That's a little bit of the taste that we're going to be diving into today. Uh, So first headline had to do with the first quarter numbers. The one I'm highlighting on today's show, nearly every metro area across the country saw a year-over-year price increase in the first quarter of 2021. So meaning 2021 first quarter compared to first quarter of 2020. 89% of those areas saw gains in the double digits. So you could even say almost everybody saw double-digit gains from 2020 to 2021, looking at the first couple months of the year. The median nationally single-family sales price rose 16.2%. From a year ago, and numerically, wow. $320,000, the medium home price in the first quarter, which was a record high. So there's some of the national data. Does the local situation kind of uh, jive with that, Colleen? Yeah. I mean, well, our median sales price in the greater Salem area, according to the Willamette Valley MLS, is 366 for the first quarter of 2021. 366000 is our median sales price. And that is up 14.4% over last year. Okay. So, so pretty similar percentage-wise, but higher yes. dollar-wise. Yes. Interesting. Yep. And is that uh, still kind of hard for you to wrap your mind around, the median price being so high? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It, just, it starts to just price people out of the market, especially... You know, even a two-income family and what their mortgage looks like at that price. And so it, it is tough because people get pre-approved and they're pre-approved for 300000 And then we have to tell them there's not anything on the market under three hundred. Yeah, it, uh, you know, sales, existing home sales fell 3.7% actually from um, over last year. And yet... That's just because, I mean, if we had more inventory, we'd be selling more homes. When we have buyers that have to write 10 offers to get one accepted, that is what is driving that number down. It's a great example of how somebody could twist the numbers any way they want to, right? Like you could say, (laughs) you know, 3% less homes sold this year as the housing market takes a hit. And then you flip it this other direction and say, largest increases in history in home home prices. Yeah. And if if we had more inventory, that number would be definitely be up. But it is down over last year. Even with pandemic going on last year, um, home sales are just slightly down year over year right now. Last year, Colleen, when we were hosting this show, we were having some discussions of like, oh my gosh, where it felt like you were never going to sell a home again, right? Like (laughs) there was this worry that nobody was going to go anywhere and uh, we were just going to have nothing to talk about for many, many weeks on the show. (laughs) And we were kind of amazed that after maybe a very, very brief week or two lull, 
things just kept on ticking. And it's kind of well, interesting to look back a year later and, and see uh, how that transpired, isn't it? Yeah. At, for Benson Broker Group, we had our best year ever in 2020, and we're on track to beat those numbers for 2021. So um, regardless of what the market's doing or the interest rates are doing or people's fear of um, showing homes or anything around, whatever's going on in the world, the real estate market just keeps moving. You know, it it just keeps changing and moving. And there's always people that need to buy and always people that need to sell. So we're here for them. (laughs) Just goes to show you a lot of different factors go into determining some of these trends and some of these increases and decreases and that kind of thing. It's uh, not the simplest of problems to sort of guess and solve because so many different things can drive the entire market or portions of the market. But interesting numbers anyway. Uh, If you want to get more information about this and talk to Colleen about buying or selling your next home, easy to reach out. I'll give you the number that you can call or text to reach Colleen directly, 503-830-9467. You can call during the show, no problem. We're not going to put you on the air. But go ahead and call and uh, ask your question or express your interest off air to Colleen. Or you can call anytime after the show as well, 503-830-9467. 9467. All right, another headline, Colleen, was about buyer confidence and the fact that it remains high. So, despite the sticker shock that we've seen of housing prices being way up, uh, this was a Gallup survey that shows that across the country, more buyers than this time last year would agree with the statement that it's a good time to buy a house. Um, it is mm-hmm. now 53% this year, so it's only a little more than half people who think it's a good time to buy. But it was only 49% last year, so confidence is increasing a little bit. It's up the most in the Midwest. In fact, the West is the only region where less than half of buyers think it's a good time to buy a house. Only 44% folks out West think it's good, but again, still higher than last year. It feels like way more than 44% to me. I mean, that's just what we feel with the leads that come in and the buyers that you know are getting pre-qualified. I mean, I can completely understand why it's higher confidence than a year ago when a year ago we were sitting on our couches wondering what we're going to do all year, you know, yeah. and that's just, that's just a fact. So it's definitely buyer confidence remains high from what I see locally. Um, you know, we've got th- 33% of our home sales are first-time buyers. So I feel that that is really due to buyer confidence and, you know, the the idea that, hey, now is a good time. Let's get out there and buy. I don't have the state-by-state breakdown, but I would imagine that maybe perhaps something like California has lower confidence in, you know, buying a home at the moment, maybe coming out of the pandemic. And that could maybe skew the West's results down mm. a little bit further, perhaps. Possibly, uh, yep. I, I don't have the data to back that up, but I'm just spitballing as a possible idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, so, but it sounds like locally you're actually like, well, 53 is probably low. There's a lot more it confidence It feels out low. There. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what exactly the numbers are, but it feel that feels low. I mean, everyone wants to buy a house. I mean, there's an urgency there's a land grab. There's an urgency that people feel like, gosh, I want to get in before interest rates go. And, you know, without an increased supply, the wealth division will widen. Homeowners, you know, enjoying sizable equity gains while those that are renting are, are in a struggle. So 
there's definitely a, a rush and a confidence to be homeowners. If you're thinking about buying a home in the near future, be sure to check out our home buying guide. You can do that by texting the word Oregon to the number 21,000. Again, text the word Oregon to the number 21,000. It's a buying guide that walks you through the steps of the process of buying a home, teaches you the terms that you need to know, and just gets you really familiar with the process. We also have more resources on that page. We have a seller's guide for you sellers out there or the chance to find out the value of your home. These are all free resources and tools that you can use. You can even find subscription links to the podcast version of our show and view the listing of the week, all that and more on our show resources page, which you can access by sending a text. All you have to do is put the word Oregon into the message and send it to the number 21,000. All right, last headline for you, Colleen. This one is about a bubble. Is there a bubble or not a bubble? Uh, some people think that with the high real estate prices, we are headed for another bubble like 2007, 2008. Some going as far as to say, boy, it feels a lot like that time. Whereas others, like one Morgan Stanley strategist who had a name I don't feel like pronouncing on the radio, uh, <laughs> says that that's not the case and that we're simply seeing the result of a lack of supply. That's, that's all there really is to it. So, sure, people are tapping into that home equity maybe a little bit more often. That can be a little risky. But he argued that the credit standards have remained tight compared to 2007, 2008. Lenders aren't issuing loans that were as risky as the ones over a decade ago. Curious, do you kind of agree with the no bubble side of that debate? Absolutely agree. No bubble. Uh, You know, the appraisers keep us in check. The lenders keep the qualified buyers in check. Um, you know, back when we were buying houses, my generation anyways, we had all these crazy zero down loans, appraisal waivers, all those things. We aren't doing that right now. It, we have regulations in place. There are more credit worthy borrowers. Yes, housing prices are rising at rapid clip, but this is nothing like the subprime crisis we experienced. Those uh, ninja loans that got talked about a lot in uh, back in 2007, 2008. No, no credit, no, uh, no work history, no problem. Just what? Yes. You know, put, put, I mean, put your dog on the application, and you can buy a house with, with that, right? <laughs> the buyers these days have sizable down payments. You know, the exact opposite of what we experienced then. Well, that's a good point, and right? The competition is forcing that to, yes, to happen. Yeah, supply, you know, is is constrained, but n- not for the reasons that we may think you know the supply of existing home sales on the market is as low as it's ever been on record going back to like 1980s i want to say but um you know that's there's an increase in people moving because of the pandemic and the work from home opportunities it's created and then there's fewer homes on the market because so many homeowners just maybe felt uncomfortable having strangers walk through their house last year and now we've got this kind of like this hangover caused by the last housing boom and and then there's the builders are a little nervous to build because they're afraid because they've experienced in the past the crash they're a little bit gun shy i would say because those that built a lot of homes during the last bubble they're kind of left there um and stuck in many instances yeah yeah no bubble The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. 
or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.